take soon. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a fathead fucker? This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Tuesday afternoon. 755-755-7-5. Danger Will Robinson. Nine minutes after five o'clock, it's a Tuesday. It's dark out. But you already knew that. Uh, let's uh, let's let's stay away from religion. Let's stick to politics. Let's understand. Let's stick to the show. What are you doing? Nah, you know, I'm just thinking about yesterday. I got a nice letter once again from our Australian listener who has ties, by the way, to, North, to the North Country. Uh, interesting comments made there, uh, but, uh, you know, that, that's good to see and hear. It's good to read stuff. People text me. Uh, yeah, and uh, the sound is awesome because now, thanks, of course, to... Uh, um, by the way, earlier today, J- Jeff gave me credit for, the, for uh, fixing the audio issue that we had. Uh, or I checked that. The streaming wasn't working at the noon hour. I just simply called Ken. Ken was helping me out earlier to get the beep out of something else, which, you know, on the Facebook side, that's gone. But in the process, we, we somehow or other, and again, when you start moving one thing to another, it's amazing what Ken Martin does. So, uh, and, and at one point, uh, our, the hotline host astutely said, well, it's that Glenn Curry that fixed it. 755, it wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. It was all Ken. So just I got to clear that up first and foremost. So right now everything seems to be working in all cylinders. People are signing in over there, which is great. Uh, I don't particularly look at the numbers <coughs> for the stream. <laughs> excuse me, from the streaming side. In fact, I don't even know where that app is, or where it is online. Every now and then Jeff leaves it up there, but he I guess it's one of his little things. Well, you know, uh, I was here first. Seven five five. So I, but I know a lot of people, including our friend out there. And Australia listens that way, and many other people do, outside the region where they can't hear it through terrestrial means, if you know what I'm talking about. So yesterday, I, I talked very briefly about my, Glenn Curry being Glenn Curry and not being able to use his inversion machine. So I found a little screw that was literally at the base of the inversion machine uh, where I strapped my ankles in. I know this sounds really crazy and kinky for that matter, but it is an inversion table where you got to get both sides of the bottom of your legs where your ankle is so it could clasp around them secure them, so then then you can go upside down. Well, I was all discouraged because like a month ago, I, I couldn't do that because it, it would keep flipping around on its axis. And it just it, it's hard to explain, but I just couldn't secure myself from falling over. So and then finally, I pulled the screw. There's a hole here. There's a screw. And today, I try to put the screw in. I couldn't put the screw in. So you know the old joke, how many people does it, t- and typically it's, it's based on some uh, Eastern European ethnic uh, uh, society, uh, starting with the letter P, but I won't say it. But I will accredit, I will, how many Glenn Currys does it take to put a screw in the wall, or anything? Or for that matter, a light bulb. Uh, it takes a lot of Glenn Currys. And by that I mean it takes me, oh, which light bulb is that? 
In the old days, it would, one light bulb fit everywhere. Now, if, God forbid, if you get like a, uh, a, a, a what are they, you know, like a, a ceiling lamp, particularly those with a, with, a, with a fan on it, you know, you get them at the Best Buy or whichever, Lowe's. You know, oh, that's great. Let's buy ourselves a nice ceiling fan. And those bulbs, once they go out, and they go out, they go out within 90 days after you purchase that, they burn out. And then you got to go running down to the local, you know, hardware store on State Street. You got to bring it in your hand. You can't take a picture of it. That's the last thing in the world you because you can't see scale. You can't put your thumbnail next to it and say, "Well, I could base it on this." No, that's just plain out stupid. You got to bring the light bulb because there's so many light bulbs and there's so many screws. And getting the back to the inversion table, I couldn't put it on because. I, it's hard because it's underneath where the stem is, so that instead of screwing from above where you have gravity working for you, you got to screw from underneath. So anybody that works with their hands, fixing cars, building houses in, in horrible weather conditions, standing on a roof without your shirt, which is amazing because I, I would turn into a lobster, I would probably be in a hospital with four-degree burns. God bless you all because you are the unsung heroes of society. You work out in the elements you get things done. You fix a, a main, uh, a water Huntington Street months ago, last month, and you did it in less than a day or so. This buds for you. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> this Modelo is for you. And since I'm a Corona light guy, if I had one here, I would give you one. Because I honor anyone that works with their hands and took a vocation and made a life out of that. You are a real man. And if you're a woman, you do that stuff, and then you are a real woman. God bless you all. I appreciate it. And like I said before, I appreciate musicians. I appreciate accountants. You know, I got a guy, I got a, uh, an investor guy, and a lot of people know him, drives around in a nice car. You know, whenever you have an investor, see, I don't drive a, a particularly nice car because I don't want anyone to think I'm actually making money on this stuff <laughs> over the years. So I have to be humble. But I have a guy that uh, drives a really nice car. And uh, it looks like he's ageless, and he's got property here, there, everywhere. But that's the type of guy you want, you know, maneuvering your money and your investments because he knows how to, he knows how to do it, right? Well, this guy, he tries to explain to me, and it's, it's, it must. I don't, I don't know if he has a sixth sense where he knows people have no clue what he's talking about. I said, well, Glenn, if we took uh, the dividends from this uh, investment over here and moved it over there. Uh, and in the long term, it would be sitting over here, but uh, we'd have definitely more dividends coming from this over the... And I have no idea what he's saying. None whatsoever. All I care about is that he asked me to come down here. I, I have to sign a couple of forms. I'm probably going to put a couple of hundred dollars more into this. And that is it. As long as he's not telling me that, you know, the depression is tomorrow, you got to get your money and put it into gold, like William Devane says astutely, like six times an hour on Fox News, then I'm Okay. How often have you seen William Devane and scores of other has-been actors in the last 30 years talk about how, you know, uh, investing in gold is the answer? We, you hear it on this station ad nauseum. Gold. You know, what's always, you, you know what survives a nuclear war? <clears throat> uh, cockroaches? Yeah, well, maybe cockroaches, but also gold. Well, what good is it if you're all dead? Well, it's all good for the cockroaches. They got a lot of gold, too. <laughs> 755-1240 is the number if you want to chime in. And please, I know I made a derogatory remark about, well, I don't know what I said at the outset, but I am not a religious person by any means. And God knows that. He's known that for a long time now. He's tried to work on me, but it's just not working. I appreciate it. I respect it. I honor it. 
And anyone that chooses religion and lives the life of a Christian fellow is, God bless you, I don't care if you, you know, what, what you are. If you're into a God, I am on your side as well. I just don't know enough about your God to, to talk about it. Tim does. Other people do. The other guy that we don't have a moniker for, uh, he does. Although he's been calling in on these shows for at least 30 years, he still doesn't have a nickname. How do you go that long without a nickname? Or at least anyone not know, or rather, you know, like we know Louie. Louie doesn't have a nickname. That's his name. We know the Duff because that's kind of his name, but it's stuck as his nickname. We know Lefty or Extrovert, but we don't know his real name. Actually, I do, but that's neither here nor there. We actually have a caller that calls, several callers that call in here. We have no, we, have, we don't know what to call them. They're just, they call in. I think one of them's name is Paul. And it's none of my business to say that, but I, I think one of them is Paul. But then there's another one who sounds like Paul, but he doesn't have a name at all. And maybe he likes to keep it that way. God forbid if I ever used the first name of the Duff Man, that would be the end of the world. I'm not supposed to do that, apparently. But anyway, uh, so our, our, our congressperson, and I'm not talking about Congresswoman uh, Claudia Tenney, who, by the way, will be calling in on this show on Thursday, first time in months, uh, just to get some updates on her viewpoint. And boy, I got a lot of questions for Claudia Tenney uh, this Thursday, uh, certainly in relation to what's going on in America and the protests or the pro-Hamas uh, protests that we're seeing. So today, our other congresswoman, who used to be our congresswoman, and by the way, might still be, might be our congresswoman again, once Albany uh, reconfigures uh, the, the, the congressional districts in the next uh, year or so, and that's going to be quicker than you think, by the way. Uh, congresswoman Elise Stefanik was on the Hill today speaking to the president of her old alma, alma mater, Harvard University arguably the greatest educational institution in the world, that along with Oxford and other Ivy League schools. And she had this opportunity. It was so appropriate because here it is, someone who went to Harvard as a conservative woman, oh, what, 15, uh, tw- uh, 15 years or so, not that long ago, but it's changed on Harvard, and she challenged this, this lady, African-American woman. <clears throat> I don't know what her orientation is, but I can certainly guess, and I know that's derogatory and it's sexist and I should have said it, but she certainly has an agenda against Israel. And that's clearly what uh, our Congresswoman, Elise Stefanik, brought out uh, on the Hill today. She was, she was great. She is a superstar. We knew that from the beginning. But she just gets better and better and better. And she challenged the president of Harvard today, asking her, why is it your school has the worst grades when it comes to uh, free speech and so many other things and, and the anti-Israeli sentiment going on on that campus? And, of course, she flounders. And typically when people, particularly from the Democrats, whenever they don't want to answer a question, they always have to you know, state who you are to begin with. And, for instance, if you're Senator Cruz or Senator John Murphy, you know, John Murphy will sit, stand there and, and you know, ask a question like he's Mr. Haney there from, uh, from uh, uh, Green Acres. Now, how is it that you call yourself a doctor, but you're not a doctor, are you? Senator, uh, there are different people that could be doctors of medical... Do- no, 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 that's not what I asked you. What I asked you was, why do you call yourself a doctor when you're not a doctor? Senator, oh God, you just know they're buying time and they're thinking in their head how to answer this. And they're thinking about, you know, the guy sitting behind them, the advisor that's trying to give them some cheat sheets or notes on how to get through this whole dilemma to begin with. It's just a farce. But I'm glad that Congresswoman Elise Stefanik had that opportunity today, and she hit it out of the park. Very much like what uh, Ron DeSantis did against Gavin Newsom last Thursday. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happening? Change the topic. Yes. 
yesterday's show, you mentioned a name from the past that I hadn't heard in a long time, and I was wondering what the status is of that person. That's Tony Hartland. Uh, Tony Hartland, yes, yes. Hartland Tots, yes. Uh, yeah, what, what, is, is, she, is she still around? No, no, uh, Tony uh, passed away, I'm going to say, at least 10 years ago. Oh. Wow. Yes, beautiful woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned her briefly yesterday, and, and, and you know, the light bulb went off. I said, gee, I haven't heard that name in a long, long time. And, uh, yeah, I threw a couple of names out there, and, 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 what, and what probably was a, 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 a tirade by myself over what, what was going on. So if I said anything derogatory about, you know, past, you know, a radio, I don't think I said anything negative about Tony. That's impossible. But I was just a differentiating uh, or making the difference between this show and other shows over the years. Tony had her own show on WTNY for many years at the noon hour. And uh, it was just a very well done show. She was a class act. And I know her daughter, yeah. too. Her daughter still is around here. Yeah, what was the name of her show? I can't remember. Uh, geez, I'm going to throw that out there for some. It was something like uh, Tony Talk or Talking with Tony or Noon or Lunchtime with Tony, something like that. But she did it at uh, TNY when the TNY studio was the big studio over there when it, when it was when it was relevant like AM radio was years ago. But we try to keep it relevant right here, and I know Bill's keeping it relevant in the morning over there. Uh, but back in the yeah. day, that was a, that was a, a, uh, that was a big big show. Dave, uh, Bob Patterson did the afternoons. Of course, Jay did the mornings along with Mel. Uh, you know, he's overexposed even then. But nonetheless, that was back in the day. Tony had her own show uh, at the noon hour. So I'm well, glad thanks, you brought it up. Thanks, thanks a lot. Maybe some, maybe one of your callers. Yeah, someone just texted me. Maybe yeah. The name of the show. They call. They'll remember the name of the show and and call it in. So thanks a lot. Keep up the good work there at that center for broadcasting. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Someone did text me re regarding this. Uh, she died just one year ago. So I thought it was long ago. She was 92 years old. God bless her. Uh, she did a lot of the events for charity, uh, like. Uh, um, Catwalk events for models, local models, inspiring models. And one thing about Tony, what she did, she took everything seriously. So when she did like a, a catwalk show up at the most of them are done at the mall uh, where JCPenney is. And when she walked the catwalk, she walked the catwalk. She had her head down, her shoulders up, and the big long legs. Uh, and, and of course, her husband, who had Harblin's Hots out there and out of Washington Street, I mean, it was. Not for nothing, but it was, he was dynamically completely different than, than Tony was, which is great. Uh, I love those dynamics. And, uh, and all the bankers, all the doctors, all the professionals would go up and get, uh, get a hot dog at his place. And I remember at the time I was smoking cigarettes when I met him. He was behind the counter. And he was an old school guy. And I appreciated that. And I said I was smoking menthols at the time. I must have been, you know, I must have lived, came from Bushwick or something. I don't know why. But nonetheless... I, uh, I asked him, I said, do you have Salem lights? <laughs> you know, he, had, he didn't have a big selection. And he says, this isn't a delicatessen. He's <laughs> kind of pissed off at me. Those, those are the things you remember. Things you remember. Oh, oh she was also a uh, Morrison spokesperson years ago. Well, there you have it. I didn't know that. Uh, time for Tony and midday with Tony. There you go. I know there was an alliteration there. So it was a time for Tony. There you have it. All right, 755-1240 is the number. I don't have anyone calling in today. Everything's firing well. The, uh, the online streaming is working. Thanks again to Ken. So if you want to chime in, by all means. I, I would play you the segment uh, with uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. It's, it's lengthy, um, but it's on News Junkie. It was at the top of the page. I'm, I'm assuming it's still there. 
But just check it out because in this little old corner of the world, we truly have a great representative. And, and I know Jim gets upset with this, but I was listening to another radio show earlier about the statistics of those who have less crime in the area. And those are Christian-based uh, communities like ours. And yes, that happens to be white people, blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing because all the crime that's going up in all these blue cities where it seems like faith has just disappeared, just doesn't exist anymore. And yet somehow or other with the rhetoric we're hearing both from our governor with this new task force that says right, now they're going to put up a new curriculum in our state schools here that will point out you know, hate speech or when people are out of line on social media. And you think, well, geez, in this climate right now, with people tearing down posters of, of hostages and, and calling and telling each other that to, to, to die in hell because if you defend Israel, you, you know, you're an oppressor, you're a white supremacist, you would think like that would probably be apropos, although it, is, it does defy the whole nature of what America is all about. I mean, if you're an evil person, amazingly, you still have that right. But Governor Hoko re- new curriculum uh, to teach our kids on how to f- pick that out. I'm like, well... What does that mean? Are you going to pick out the people that are on both sides of the Israeli issue? Or are you going to look at, you know, the Christian faith-based people that want Donald Trump back as their president again? It's a slippery slope. Very scary stuff. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. Uh, On Mrs. Harbland, you know, she was a model. Yes, yes, right. Exactly. She did some uh, modeling in New York City and things like that. Mm -hmm. I got to know... um, Harvey, when I uh, bought my first car, I was 18. Right. And he had uh, the VW dealership here in Watertown. That's right, Volkswagen. Yep. And uh, you'll like this story. So I pick out the one I want, and uh, he gets his service manager. They get it all ready for me. He brings it up front. And, of course, it's a standard chip. I had never driven standard. Hmm. And he goes, okay, take this down to the county building and get your... uh, Plates and stuff, your right. registration. Right. I go, geez, Mr. Harblin, I, I've never driven a standard before. He says, you'll learn by the time you get back here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. You yeah. bought a car? You didn't even test drive? You couldn't have test driven it then? No. No. I knew what I wanted, and uh, he sent me out. And another uh, story from the hot dog shop. Yeah. He had a bunch of uh, doctors and lawyers that were his buddies, and they played poker there and stuff. Right. Well, he uh, he raised his prices by uh, a quarter. Mm. And one of the doctors comes in, your price on a hot dog by a quarter, I'm not going to pay that. Yeah. So Harvey gets his, grabs the guy's hot dog, took a big bite out of it. <laughs> he said, there. There you go. That's the 25%. That's the old, that's 25%. The old price. That's, that's funny. Yeah, you had to be there to see him. No, no, I could see him doing that. Yeah, Uh, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. By the way, I did watch uh, Elise today, and you're right. Mm -hmm. She hit this out of the park. Those people, those people, I love that are evil. Yes, these people in these colleges, they are evil Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. To listen to that president. Mm -hmm. Of that college. Right. Unbelievable. And it was nice that she graduated from there, so she had some pull there. Exactly. You exactly. know? Yeah. And that woman didn't know what to say. And it's just like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. 
they do the same thing. Right. Uh, did you hear, hear that she kept saying when she asked her about free speech, mm-hmm. and she, were, she went on with a rant mm-hmm. every time she asked her. Right. Did you hear her when she asked her? Said, I, I did. Would it be okay? Uh, yeah, right, right. Would it be okay mm-hmm. if we had, uh, uh, if somebody said, let's kill all the black people? I Did missed that, that part. One? I actually missed that part. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, cure oh, my. Oh, that was a good one. She just stood there and stared, tried mm-hmm. to say something. And Lisa goes, "I'm asking you, mm-hmm. would it be okay if we decided on campus to protest to let's kill all black people?" Wow. And of course, the woman's black. Right. Right. Yeah. She didn't know what to say. I bet you but she'll anyway, catch I flack bet. for that. I bet. No, no. I bet you the congresswoman will get some, uh, you know, f- some pushback from that uh, from the mainstream yep. media. Uh, for coming up with an example but, uh, like they that, said, uh, they said that big donors are pulling out. Yeah, they're well, they, pulling out. Well, of course they are. Big donors happen to be of the Jewish faith. Many of them are are of, of Hebrew persuasion to begin with, and they should do that. But yet, at the same time, you got the bum up there in Vermont. What's his name? Bernie there. Um, help me out. His name is, I always yeah, want to call him Bernie know what Shapiro. You're talking about. Uh, he is he, he just he does not want ten billion dollars from USA to go to Israel because he doesn't like Netanyahu. I mean, this is here it is we have your war on our streets, which like I said yesterday is a race war anyway, it's just the beginning of it. And yet you're on the side of the enemy. As a man of the same faith, I don't care what you say about Netanyahu. You can't have that both sides of the story. And that's why the president, that's why all the other presidents of the Ivy League schools have to speak on both sides of their mouths. Because they know their days would be miserable if they favored Israel as opposed to allegedly taking a neutral stance on, oh, well, you know what? Israel had it coming to them because they are the oppressors. And now we're hearing more and more stories, atrocities of what happened on October 7th, including a woman that was gang raped and then shot to death. She literally asked them to kill her because she didn't, she didn't want to put up with more of the torture. And these are the things that Susan Sarandon doesn't care about at all. But nonetheless, I'm talking too much. Okay, go on. Thank you, my friend. That's the hypocrisy. Bernie Sanders, sorry, thank you. This guy is, and remember, he was the closest thing other than, to, to the presidency other than Hillary Clinton and, yes, Joe Biden. Thanks to COVID, Joe Biden just won a bunch of primaries that, for the most part, didn't even happen in the latter part of spring 2020 because of COVID. But he became uh, the, the choice. He became uh, uh, the, the leader of the Democratic Party to run up against Donald Trump. And that was obvious because he was the only one that all of America could at least relate to, particularly people of color. Why? Because he was the vice president under Barack Obama. I've said it before, I'll say it a million times. The last guy who thought he'd be running for president in 2020 was Joe Biden. He thought that would be Hillary Clinton. He thought someone else would, would take over. He, he didn't run in 2016 as, as a sitting vice president. He thought that was Hillary's turn. And then four years later, they put up a, a huge uh, lineup of, of, of Democratic poss- possibilities, including uh, Elizabeth Warren, Booker, uh, Abacharge, uh, whatever. Bernie was running as well. Meanwhile, he and his crackhead son were going off into the sunset, making all types of money. And they said, you know what? We need you back here, Joe, because nobody likes the field that we just put up. We need you out of the bullpen. So, well, that's going to be a problem because uh, Rudolph Giuliani has my son's laptops. Well, don't worry about that. We'll make sure that nobody finds out about that. And they did. We'll leave you in the basement. We'll come up with some reason where we can increase a lot of uh, mail-in balloting. We're working out a deal with Fauci and everyone else over there in Wuhan. We'll explain it later, but you're our guy, Joe. You're our guy. Until we can get Michelle Obama in there. Go to the phones. 
Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, I just want to say those mass rapists and all them Hamas guys, I, I heard that Israel is going to just start pumping the Mediterranean into their, um, you know, their tunnel system. Hmm. Basically, about the size of New York City, but hmm. they get enough water, and then they're going to start coming out like an ant farm rat, and they're going to be waiting for them with handcuffs and bullets, and uh, they deserve it. Wow. Where'd you hear that? I got to ask you. I, I haven't heard that through uh, mainstream media. They're going to they're gonna flood out the tunnels of, of Gaza? Yeah. Wow. Sounds like something Bill Murray flush did. Flush them out. Yeah. yeah. Water, it's like an eighth grade school project. Water goes to Lois Point. They're going to come out, lose their ammo. As far as they come up, there's only going to be so many escape routes, and they're going to be waiting for them at the escape routes, and they're going to flush them right out with water. What, what if there's hostages down there? Well, I don't know. They tried to make the deals, and, uh, you know, how long are you going to play patty cake? I, I don't know. I mean, but if you have hostages, including women and children, it makes it very uh, makes makes it difficult unless they become the sacrificial lamb in all this. I don't know. Well, it's a horrible you way. Know of, what? They should. They're, they, they're getting prisoners, convicted prisoners, in exchange for innocent hostages. I know. I know. It's like a three to one ratio too. It's even actually worse than that. Well, John, yeah, thanks so. for that. That's interesting. I didn't hear that that angle of things, but we'll be we'll we'll we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that possibility. But thank you, my friend. Okay. I got, I got to do a break. This is the Live at Five show, and uh, it's, we're already into the second half. We'll be back after this. Black Friday deals at Mattress Express. I'm awesome. Better FICO score. Prior sales excluded. See dealer for details. Pricing and incentives available through January 3rd, 2024. All right, we're back. Uh, second half of the show, about 25 minutes left before 6 o'clock. I went to a, uh, a really cool place prior to today's show. <laughs> it's over there uh, in the FX Caprera. I don't know what to call that. Convention Center? Used to be the old uh, hypothermic place. Uh, am I saying that right? Hypothermic? Oh, whatever. I, I, they used to make needles there years ago. Anyway, uh, it's, a, it's a big place. Uh, they have uh, all types of uh, businesses inside. We did our, our bridal show there. So it's right off 81. So the big story is, is that uh, one of the coaches, along with a couple of other partners, opened up what's uh, a place called Swish 365. And uh, it's for younger people, needless to say, uh, of all ages. But it's probably the ideal age of, of, for this is at least 10 through early 20s. You know, like, you know, you go to junior college uh, or you're, you're home from uh, Cornell or whatever. You just want to learn how to, how to throw and, uh, and be a, good, a better shooter at basketball. It's all about basketball. Switch 365. And there's certain programs you can subscribe to. You can actually go there at any time of night, 365 days of year, as long as you have access to it and you're allowed to go in there. And that's, that's part of the deal. It's kind of like kind of like a YMCA that operates itself, but the whole focus is to advance your shooting skills and nothing else. It's not ice skating. It's not lacrosse. It's not soccer. It's not baseball. It's not football. It's all about basketball. And uh, I met with Andre, who is one of the uh, guys operating the place. He's a former uh, Cyclone player, uh, native guy. And, uh, I'm, you know, it's, it's just exciting to see. I remember going in there about three, four years ago when it was something else. But this is just another example of how a benign building that used to be an industrial center for a certain company years ago has now turned itself into its own little business mall. The Caprera family, uh, like so many other developers and, and people reinvesting in the community, uh, are, are making great things happen. So, you know, the YMCA opens up on Monday. I know that's not locally driven. I get it. But it's a big part of the community now, the Aquatic Center. I did a downtown news report there with Denise Young about a month and a half ago. 
place looks spectacular. But this is a little private business and uh, a great business model. He explained how it all works. Um, the, the one challenge is it's off the beaten path. It's not like, oh, it's not at the mall. Oh, well, I can't go there. If it's not at the mall, I won't go. Well, those days are over. If it's good for your child, people will go through a jungle to get there. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably have something on, on these stations real soon talking about that. But I figured I'd, I actually put up a, a video of it on, on the Border Facebook page, too. It literally uh, p- uh, kicks the ball back to you at, at any angle. You could program this. And I saw, like, this 11-year-old girl, and she was good. It forces you to, to hit, to throw the ball as, like, an arc instead of, like, on a line drive. Because your options are much better to get into the, you know, into the, uh, what do they call it? The flume or the, the uh, whatever it is. <laughs> it's just better to have a good rotation on the basketball and a high arc like Stephon Curry. And uh, it's, and they have, I think, five or six of them. And the floor is really cool. It's kind of like a soft floor that they put down. It's got a really good, great color scheme to it as well. So if your child or grandchild is, is looking to get into a, a good school, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you want to get your, your shooting percentages up. They have everything out there on the leaderboard. One of the kids that play locally, I think he's a, uh, a power forward at uh, Watertown Cyclones. He's, uh, he's got a great shooting percentage. And it forces the issue. There's no screwing around here. you got to know how to throw a ball above the net, meaning you got to have the strength to do that. It's not easy, especially when you're doing drills. By the time you get the fifth, sixth shot up there, especially if you're a younger person. That's taxing. But that's how you get better. So Swiss 365 is now open. Uh, 755-1240 is the number. If you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you. Um, I, I don't know. Is the phone's working? Dip, 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 day. Typically at this time, point of time, someone's calling into. Uh, and by the way, just as a footnote, um, someone did send me a link saying that they're, they're, they're weighing on, uh, this is Israel, the Israeli army is weighing on planning to flood the Gaza tunnels. That's... I tell you what, folks, I mean, if that gets the job done to one degree, you get rid of all of Hamas like, like Trump did with ISIS, or for that matter, Al-Qaeda, that's good. But remember, while, while AOC is crying for a ceasefire, or Jaya Powell is crying for a ceasefire, this just fuels their fire. Not just sitting Congress people, but also people running our institutions, like the president of Harvard today. This just fuels their energy. You're going to do that to what? Oh, we're just getting, we're, we have to eradicate Hamas. But there might be children down there. That's the, you know, again, shut the frig up and just bear in mind that 1,400 innocent people died. And this is why we're doing this. But they had it coming to them because they're the oppressors. See how they justify things? That's the Democratic Party, by the way. Hi, you're on the air. Dallas. Dip, 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 day. All right, we lost them. They'll call back again. I could sit here like Jeff going, hello, how can you call a radio station and not talk? You did everything right. You dialed, you got the right number, and, um, well, the one thing you didn't do was talk. 755. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes I, sometimes I kid myself on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, so that was sent to me earlier because the one guy said, geez, they're going to flood the tunnels of Gaza. I said, wow, that sounds extreme. And then sure enough, a link uh, was sent to me, and apparently that's on the table. Other things going on, according to News Junkie, is uh, really nationally we know about. Uh, by the way, the Harvard president, her name is Claudine Gay. Claudine, that I'm not making that up. The Harvard president, her name is Claudine Gay. She plays for the Pelicans. 
Hi, you're on the air. Oh, this Hello. is. Hey, what's happening? Yeah. You were talking earlier about uh, Harvey's hats. Yes. I used to be in there quite a bit, and the, the caller talked about uh, a doctor coming in not having enough money to pay for a hot dog. That wasn't a doctor. That was a car dealer, as I recall. Huh. And uh, <laughs> I just wanted to see the reconstruction. Okay, great. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he did it several times. Maybe there was uh, all of a sudden I'm talking like uh, Pagliarulo Pags, who sits in for like uh, you know he's the, he's the, he's a guy in the bullpen when Hannity doesn't show up. Sometimes I slip into that voice and I don't mean to do that. He also sounds like Mark Simone. I think his name is Bill Pags, and he, I think he I think he works out of Albany if I'm not mistaken. But he kind of talks like this. Well, that's true. Maybe it happened to a couple of people. Maybe a doctor and maybe a car dealership. That's the way it is. Yeah. This is Bill Pags. Give me a call. Kind of like, and Mark Simone's a little bit more softer. Hi, he's kind of like a Bill Tinsley. Hi, everyone. Uh, Mark Simone here. So I got, I got, I got to stick to my voice. Sometimes I, 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 you know, kind of morph into someone else's voice for some reason. Sometimes I do a little bit of Tucker Carlson. I say, see how that works out? Yeah, sure, that's great. Yeah, sure. You know that type of stuff. I got to stop doing that. Because although he's been off the air now for, what, six, seven months, I just, the man is just, he's got to be back on the air every night at 8 o'clock. I'm sorry. Yes, I know. You got Jesse Waters. He's getting better. He's improved. But it's, it's, it's still, not the, still not the same. When Thurman Munson died in that plane crash in 1979, we haven't had a good catcher since. We, yeah, we had Jorge Posada. But the guys after him, it's like, nope, it's not the same. Sorry. There is no substitute. Hi, you're in the air. I think he was right. Oh, really? Yes. I, you know, the more I thought about it, um, he was right. I don't think it was a doctor, and my memories start kicking in, yeah. and he probably knows. I think it was Big Steve when they had the Pontiac up where he is. Now, another Big Steve, not to be confused with Big Steve Malboff, who also not works in the car Big business? Steve. No, Big Steve ran a Pontiac dealership. Where Key is now, the new Kia. Yeah, okay, got yeah, Pontiac Park. And I think it, you know, I start thinking I, it was him because Harvey said he was always so cheap. Right. But I think the uh, the doctor was right hmm. in saying that. Um, so how many people were inside there? I mean, I mean, we're talking about an, an incident that took place years ago that might have happened within a th- uh, the period of maybe 30 seconds or less, and yet you and, and this other guy were there, was there at the same time. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, he used to have a heck of a business. Yeah. You know, and everybody knew when you were at Harvey's. I was uh, doing some stuff for Billy uh, Capera one time, moving around the cars, and I went upstairs in his office at the old building. Yeah. And I'm going up the stairs, and he goes, who's been to Harvey's? I hadn't even got up to his office yet. Right, 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 right. You could smell it in your clothes. Oh, big time. It was like Drek subs. Yeah. Same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, thank you. Uh, that, by the way, that's the caller without a name. He's like a song from America. We should sing that. Should we actually identify a caller as the caller without a name? You see, I've been on a talk show and I had no name. <clears throat> All right, other things, most powerful woman uh, named in Forbes. I don't care. I'm just going over stuff here. News junkie spell with a big fence. Oh, and by the way, in a uh, little more than two hours from now, it's uh, Cornell at Syracuse. So that should be interesting. Who knows? I mean, with the, with the new coach, it's a new beginning. Next year, SU will have a new um, coach uh, for starting next season. And they're all excited about him.
It's always good to have a new beginning. I can't, I can't believe that Bader, Babers rather was around for eight years. Eight years flies that quickly. So, yeah, someone said the guy's name. Well, he is a longtime caller, but do we just call him by his name that simply? We, he didn't get any type of nickname on top of all the things he's brought up to the, to the table? And, and is it true? Is there another guy that sounds like him that doesn't have a name either? Or am I just talking out of line here? Uh, 755. I, I did talk to Jeff today. Jeff was uh, getting out of his brand new car. Oh, by the way, uh, Carolina Chuck was here, as you know, talking about the car business. Carolina Chuck has to be the best-known car dealer up here that's lived here less than 36 months. Carolina Chuck has lived here less than the average term on a car loan, and yet he's probably the best-known car salesperson north of the thruway. That's what happens when you, and people say, who listens to radio? And by the way, those ads only appear on a Jim Levin station. Yes, I said Jim Levin station. I could refer to it as community broadcasters, and it is. But at the end of the day, it's a Jim Levin station. So when you market yourself correctly, and you take the liberty of showing up and, and, and talking on behalf of your company, and you're doing it well, like, like uh, Carolina Chuck does, people get to know you. He also works with a young kid over there by the name of Nigel, who came from another big uh, um, dealership from a couple of years ago. Self-promoting helps. I encourage it. That's what I do. Uh, people don't do it enough. I know people might be shy. They don't want to get in front of a microphone. They don't like the way they look in front of a camera. I get it. Trust me. Trust me. But it helps. Look at Carolina Chuck. He's living proof of it. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? A couple things. Yeah. Uh, SG was just off the hook the other day. Saying Ashley Babbitt deserved to be shot. Yeah, I I heard he said that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, no, he is. Oh my God. Yeah, that was bad. The woman was a a twelve-year veteran of the Air Force. Mm -hmm. She came in unarmed and got shot. No, I know, I know. But that's the narrative that SG wants to uphold. Uh, because that's the narrative everyone, uh, you know, when the Rachel Maddow, by the way, Rachel Maddow had a long interview with Liz Cheney. Did you see any of that on News Junkie? Or did you see it live on MSNBC, the one and only night that Rachel's no, on? I don't watch those. <laughs> you you got to watch. You, listen, my friend, you got to watch. The, listen, if, if you wanted to know what the Nazis were doing the next day before you went in there with a loaded M1 rifle, you, you, if you could, you would listen in on their plan. So the best thing to do to find out what the enemy is doing is just watch them every now and then. But Liz Cheney is a traitor, just like Mitt Romney is, or Kissinger, or that That's other right. guy from Illinois. They're big traitors, terrible people. So, but uh, Liz Cheney looks at uh, a Trump presidency as the worst thing, worst scenario in the world. And I don't know how anyone well, can say that with a straight the face. Economy going. I know. It's it just I know. so many things. I know. I know. But remember, at the end of the day, typically, the, the both ends of the spectrum, young kids who have been indoctrinated, who don't know what the real world is all about, particularly young ladies, and baby boomers who have a boatload of money sitting in the bank so that they're going to go either to the Carolinas or Tennessee and Florida in the next five or ten years where they don't care about the future of America. Those are the people that are determining who becomes president. College kids understand Palestine is no. not a country. I know. They don't They don't care. They, they, they don't care. You know, they Palestine don't goes back to the... Uh, now we could go up. We could do a history list forever. Years. I know we could do yeah, a history. Palestinians. 
But here's the thing. Actually, it goes much further than that. But nonetheless, here's the thing. The, d- history lessons mean nothing other than it is a white and black or colored issue. It is, is, this is the beginnings of what I call an international right. race war. That's all this is. You're and they're picking on the right. Jews because, because of what happened on October 7th. They don't understand what's going on. They don't want to understand. It's called willful ignorance. It's keeping yourself yes. stupid so that you can remain part of the Klan. That's all it is. That's what the KKK so was all the about. The thing is, I stand behind the Israelis. I, of course you do. I, I totally agree. I, I, I only wish uh, Jim Levin would feel the same way. I, I hate to drag his name in here, but he, just like Bernie Sanders, does not like Prime Minister Netanyahu. And that, at this well, point, doesn't you know, matter. He, it doesn't mean anything. What he needs to do. Exactly. And he knows that I have to get rid of these people. Right, exactly. And that, and that, that's exactly and, what Jay Powell wants so she can continue bad-mouthing Israel. And Addis and Addis. Exactly. Are we going to Addis Ababa? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ned Beatty, Superman 1. All right, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. I got to go, but I got to do a have break. Good night. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Whoop. All right, so that gives me an opportunity. Let's do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five show. We'll be back. My name is Gloria. We realize that our... Drive happy, drive America. Thank you, Tony uh, DiMasselli, or Anthony DiMasselli, excuse me. All right, uh, this according to an article, we got somebody on the phone, it's on News Junkie, maybe I can get this in before the end of the show. Spending time alone is good for you, scientists say. the pressure of modern life. Well, we'll have to figure that, uh, talk about that after this phone call. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, how's it going? It's uh, SG. Yeah, Timothy McVeigh was military. It doesn't. Your past military experience has nothing to do with when you're breaking a crime in the future or whatever. I mean, what is this uh, in relation to? I'm, I'm I lost context I'm not, here. Ashley Babbitt crap. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Oh, oh. You're defending yourself for what you said a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, I, I stand by it. If someone's standing with a, a police officer standing with their gun drawn at you and you still come through that window, uh, that's on you. Wow, that's dark. You the, you You'd the be video? the worst cop and ever. He actually. She actually punches the guy to, that was going to go in first to get ahead of him. She punches him and then goes. Well, ahead that's friendly fire. You can't out. shoot it for that. SG, you're you're at it. You're at it. You're, come on. You're, you're, yeah, well, yeah, do you, yeah, you, you think, well, you think Bonnie and Clyde didn't deserve it or what? Just they just robbed bags. <laughs> no, they didn't With guns in their hands, there's a difference. They had machine well, guns. I'm just saying, if you're trying to take over the Capitol, that seems like a capital crime. Okay, well, that's ironic. So let me ask you: When, when, when Talib, when Congresswoman uh, uh, Fishmouth Talib, she's, she's went, an idiot. Yeah. Okay. So do you think they should have been uh, held for the same uh, for all uh, insurrection when they went into uh, Senator Gillibrand's office last month? Do you think the same applies to them? They did a sit-in. No, that was. Oh, that's a difference. That's a, that's the difference. A sit-in. Literally sat in in her office. Someone probably touched her. Her, her her laptop and but no one got I'm not any. Saying whether they should, if they wanted to press charges on them, they welcome to and and they would. SG at the end of the day, it's January sixth was a gift for you. That's no, that's all it is. Why? You always you you for why no matter no matter no matter no, how okay, okay we can't talk SG we can't talk over each other. You're not Gavin Newsom, okay? You don't but, don't act like your best friend there, Councilman no, Cliff only doesn't shut up and keeps talking. Gift. I don't understand how it's a gift. It, it it it's a gift because you keep resorting to it. And it, the further we get away from January 6th, the more we realize that how it, how it was wasn't the, what you guys make it out to be. Oh, they try to take over our our, our government. They 
were going to kill the vice president. That wasn't the case at all. It was a protest that got out of hand, but you you brought it to another level. That's why people are incarcerated for being patriots that day, and other people during the summer of George Floyd are, 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 are billions of dollars in damage all across the country. Not a damn thing. Nothing at all. Go look. You you were you don't listen. What, what, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? Look, look up how many people have been charged. Uh, all right, all right, jail, all right. Okay, tell me how many people actually had to go to way trial. More than, way more than January 6th. All right, all right this is crazy. All right, I got to go. I got to go. I got I to go. I can't listen to that. That's so off off the rails wrong. Hi, you're on the air. Nobody went to jail. No one spent money with, for, for legal counsel. No one had to jump on a plane three, four times to, sit, to, to go to a court 450 miles away. Nobody except those that were patriots for, for Donald Trump, and they took advantage of that. Hi, you're on the air. Sorry. I just, I just called Steve to answer the phone and get him off the phone. Yeah, oh, really? Wow, it's big. Uh, the other big Steve. Did you hear your name earlier? No. I, pa- I don't listen to the show. Uh, well, you listened to it when he went on. Well, I just I got in my truck and I'm driving home, so I turned it on. But. There was a story about Har- Harvey's Hots years ago, Big Steve, and apparently there was another guy by the name who was went by the name of Big Steve who worked at the old Pontiac Park uh, dealership. So anyway, your name came I, up. I used to go. I used to go and, and visit Ken. Man, I love that place. Ken who? Oh, Ken Harvey. Yeah, Ken, that was his Ken name. Harvey, Ken. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, that was his name. I was going to say John because everyone up here is named John. Ken. Boy, he was. He was like the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He really was. He was like a real soup Nazi. Yeah. And I love that place. Man. Yeah. No, it was good. It was real good. All right. So you, we talked about you. There was another Big Steve in the car business. So there you have it. You're not the only one, That's Big Steve. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's why we, yeah. We, I, can't, I still can't believe that. You, did you just say that Cliff and SG are best friends? No, they used to be. Not anymore. They they fell out of grace with each other over the dog park issue. What I, It's sad. I, I don't I know what I can't believe that. that he didn't get that through by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, he could have. He could have. He could have. But he, he, he demanded that it would be at the park. And that was his downfall. But I got to go, Big Steve, at the end of the show, unfortunately. And as we all know, Big Steve never says goodbye. All right. I have to say goodbye because it's the end of today's show. Uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney will be calling on Thursday. Tomorrow, Attorney Joe Stanley calls at the bottom of the hour at 5.30. Until then, this is AM 1240 WE10 Watertown. That makes this legal. And, of course, up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Israel says it's been trying.